revolves around when we will start our next diet. It's always on a Monday. It may or may not involve a membership to a gym or a food program, and it may last for a few months or perhaps just until that next temptation is too much to overcome. Or maybe that's just me. The first Monday I ever remember starting a diet was when I was 10 or 11 years old, and my mother took me to a local Weight Watchers meeting. She was diligent to make the right things and to take me and my sister, who at the time was a little chunky also, for weight. What I don't remember is when that effort stopped, but stop it did. The next Monday I remember was when I was about 14 or 15 when we tried Nutrisystem. There were prepackaged foods galore on that one, plus I learned to drink Crystal Light. I can still remember the office I walked into, the woman who was the counselor, and the taste of the cardboard crackers I was allowed to have. Needless to say, that one didn't last. The next Monday that comes to mind is around the age of 16 or 17. That's when I took the one meal a day approach. I was a cheerleader, so I was exercising a lot too. Eating a lot fewer than 1,000 calories a day at 16 years old plus daily exercise meant I lost a significant amount of weight. I was never skinny, but I got close and I was gorgeous, but I had no idea. And starvation isn't a strategy, so it wasn't long before that weight started to creep back on and I was looking forward to another Monday. In college, all hope was lost. Except for the flu. You can always count on the flu for a couple of pounds. That's right. Even an illness has a silver lining in a fat person's world, and that silver lining is weight loss. I graduated college along the time that the low-fat craze came along. Remember snack wells? Sugar-laden processed cookies and cakes that were low in fat? I took the bait, hook, line, and sinker. I avoided fat like the plague, but not sugar, because sugar has zero fat, so it was okay. I ate margarine, chicken, turkey, white potatoes, and snack wells. My lips and body became super dry, and the doctor told me it was because I was not eating any fat. Turns out low fat is probably the worst kind of diet you can ever be on. That's when I discovered Atkins and his marvelous high-fat, low-carb system. I ate eggs, cheese, and meat, and I lost a bunch of pounds. Then I remembered I really like carbs, and that's all she wrote. Monday after Monday came along and I started another round of Atkins, Jenny Craig, Whole30, veganism, which lasted six months, and a year of being vegetarian, all with no success. My most recent Monday came about a month ago when I began a round of keto. Almost four weeks of keto yielded a three-pound loss. So last weekend, I gave up again. And yet there will be another Monday. I can never stop fighting the good fight. There are some periods of time when I tell myself to not worry, just eat in moderation, and for the love, start exercising. Then never happens. It's my own fault, and I don't mean to sound whiny or as if it's anyone else's responsibility, but I do want to also acknowledge that for someone like me, and maybe you, as I assume that's why you're listening, who has gotten herself into a position of needing to lose, hmm, lot of pounds, it isn't as simple as fixing my eating. I mean, that's the actual technical way true, but what is it that keeps me from doing what I know is right? 
In Romans chapter 7, verse 15 in the Bible, the Apostle Paul says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And while that scripture is obviously not speaking about starting a new diet on Monday, it's exactly how I feel. There's this battle between what I want and what I know with what I actually do. Oftentimes, I feel like I have an eating disorder, and I suppose I do, just not in the anorexia or bulimia sense. Instead, it's in binging and body dysmorphia. I suspect the solution involves a lot of therapy, so for now, I'll just hang on and keep waiting for the next Monday.